I think everyone can agree on this. That it really gets under your skin when you see someone powerful preying on somebody weak. Right? Is everybody, well, maybe except for Trump. I'm the most powerful weak person. I've never been preyed on. I prey on the powerful. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, everyone's got to agree on that, right? Like, that's that's... It's just inhumane no one can stand for it or maybe it's just me maybe i really hate that it grinds my gears the most maybe that's why i'm such a fan of the movie robin hood and not the russell crowe one i'm talking about the one with the fox and the bear the animated disney robin hood that one has the greatest musical numbers out of any robin hood ever done including men in tights oh by the way Welcome to the Boston Rob Show. I am him, Boston Rob. Make sure you hit subscribe and leave a five-star rating. I'll, you, I'll tell you how to do it at the end of the podcast. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because what I witnessed in a job post today, it was just, it, it made me lose my cool. Now, yeah, I'm a masshole. So for those of you who know what a masshole is, you might be saying you lose your cool over everything. This is nothing new. And for you who are not townies, a masshole is just a hot-headed wise-ass. That's it. But I spent 20 years in morning radio. Right now, I'm a full-time dad. I'm not working, although I'm looking for work every day. Uh, obviously, I love radio. I do a podcast for free. Um but I'm trying to get back on the air, so I'm out there. I'm checking the job market. Plus, I like going to the industry websites to look at what's happening with the jobs because from the job postings, you can really tell on how this radio industry is morphing and what it's morphing into. For example, it used to be when you would look for a job, you'd be applying for one job. You would be like, I'm an air talent. I talk on the air or I'm a program director. I manage the radio station. But now the job posts are more like this. We're hiring. We're looking for someone who can be a morning show host and a program director. So essentially, you'll be the guy who talks on the air and you'll run the station. You'll be your own boss as well, which I don't know how that works. Do you call yourself into meetings when you have to fire yourself or give yourself a pep talk or talk about the ratings but that's what radio is to make corporate budgets they've downsized dramatically they brought in artificial intelligence and they've laid off a ton of people so now one person will do two three four jobs which sucks because you don't get the same quality of talent coming through the airwaves as when that person who talks on the air just has to focus on talking on the air but whatever radio <laughs> Radio bosses wonder why things aren't like they used to be. Well, maybe the employees are a little too stressed out. But today, I could see why employees and potential employees are getting way more stressed than ever. I could not believe what the F I saw in this job post. And if you follow me on my social media, at BostonRob, R-O-B-B, that's virtually for everything, for Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I put it on the first two. So you can see... This job posting on my Instagram and Twitter, uh, I crossed some stuff out so people wouldn't write these people. I was trying to keep some decorum, even though I was livid about what it said. But I'll just tell you exactly what was in this job posting. So it was looking for a entry level, low man on the totem pole uh, hire. 
what it's called is a board operator. Essentially what you do is you run the board, the radio board, you move the dials and press the buttons when the people who talk on the air aren't there. Or if a show's syndicated, you just make sure everything lines up time-wise. You make sure the commercials are on time, the songs are on time, whatever, you get the gist. It's a very uh, basic job in radio. So it's hiring for that. It says you'll be working two hours a day, 3.30 to 5.30. Hold on to your pants on that one, folks. Two hours a day. And it said Monday through Friday, but not every day. So very weird and vague just in that. You don't know your schedule. It seems like it will be sporadic. It seems like a very part-time, part-time gig. Like a part, part, part of the time, time gig. So then... It goes on to say, pleasant attitude required, which you're already kind of setting this up for failure because this job post doesn't seem very pleasant. I'm going to work two hours a day, maybe two to four days a week. Really? Okay. But you want someone dedicated. And the last sentence is what put me overboard. Credit check may be required. I couldn't effing believe this. Who do you know that's in the same demographic as an entry-level position who's trying to get a starter job, who's probably just maybe just starting out in radio, so they're young and getting things figured out, or they got laid off and they're just trying to get some work in the time being? Who do you know that's that person going for this job that also has stellar credit? I mean, what the F? And who's flipping the bill for this credit check? And if most, if multiple jobs are requiring a credit check, well, maybe I'm wrong on this one, but I thought the more you pulled your credit, the more dings you got, and it kind of reflected that, and it could potentially lower your credit. So if you're applying for six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 jobs, the 10th job is going to go, wow, your credit is not looking that great. What are you going to have to say? Like, well, I applied for nine other jobs. Sorry, but I'm taking a hit in the credit score here just trying to get work. This seems effing insane. But when I posted on Instagram, someone replied and said, yeah, this is a thing. They're requiring credit checks now. And I responded saying, that's crazy. It's like when you rent a a house or an apartment and they want a credit check. I always feel like saying to the people, you know, if I had great credit, I'd probably be trying to buy a house. I would not be renting. But this is the world that we're living in. It still baffles me that credit is just something that these Experian, Equifax, whatever these effing three bureaus of credit are, just made up for you. Just the number they calculate. Some number that determines now whether you get a job or not. Well, I always thought this was illegal. I had no idea that to get a job you could have your credit pulled. And I'm looking it up and I'm researching on these free law websites and it turns out federally it's not banned but in certain states it is. And what do you know, the state where this job is hiring in, California, it says that this is illegal to do. So now I'm at a crossroads. I wanna write this guy, send him the links of the few articles saying in California, you can't run people's credit to get a job. And I don't know if I'm just losing my cool over this and everybody else would just brush past it or would apply and submit to a credit check. I wouldn't. I I, I would skip over that job. <laughs> I'd be like, F this dude. Really? I'm going to pay for a credit check to try to get a job with you? Give me a break. 
And even if they flip the bill, like what does my credit have to do with my work history? I could be a stellar employee and still have some issues on the back end credit wise. I don't see how they correlate. But somebody else on social media, of course, defended it and said that's what it is. Well, you can check your credit to see how reliable of an employee you are. No, that's what a resume is. That shows that I didn't skip around to eight different jobs in the past two years. That for almost two decades, I've held two positions. <laughs> and I'm just talking personally about me. But this could be for anyone. There could be people who have worked at one job their whole life and maybe that job was underpaying so they got behind in a rent payment or, well, that wouldn't reflect, in a car payment or a credit card bill or isn't half the country or three quarters of the country in some kind of credit card debt? I don't see how this makes sense. I don't know how it's legal. It just seems so effed. It's like asking you, you know, what religion are you? That's how we're going to depend or make this decision. Now, that's not exactly the same thing, but that's how infuriated I was. What I got to do, and I'm waiting because I want to email this dude and just send him the links and say, dude, you know, you are, <laughs> I don't want to say you're an asshole, but that's what I want to say. I want to say, who are you hiring that's going to be a board op that should be running a credit check for you? Like, what kind of operation you got over there? What do you think you're like? dealing high-end stocks, building huge portfolios for multi-billion corporations. Dude, you're looking for a board operator. Get over yourself. And I will leave my email signature on it so he knows who's writing him and he can listen to this podcast and hear all my thoughts. But I just felt like, you know, I'm not at that spot where I would apply for this job where I'm looking to be a board op. Uh, I definitely would go for something on air. But if that on air job was like, hey, we want to run your credit. I think I'd have a big problem with that. And I don't understand, especially in radio. Radio is supposed to be the goose, the comics, the screw ups, the people who have uh, great stories of life to tell. And usually those great stories of life involve some kind of tragedy, which uh, creates great comedy. But running credit checks, that seems whack, man. Now, I need to run this all past my wife because she's usually usually the barometer. She'll be like, well, you, you've obviously lost your cool over nothing here. Or when she goes, no, you're right. Like, that's kind of whack. That's, that's messed up. And if she says that, I think I'm going to be sending an email to this dude. Because if there's people trying to start out in radio that really love radio, that want to get in and learn the board so then they can maybe get an air shift someday and know how to run the board like that's this is the position to do that in but if you're stopping them at the door because of a credit check because of something that has nothing to do with talking on the air what the i mean maybe is this like a is this like a radio station where they just do shows about financial security i guess that wouldn't even make sense because you could still talk about it and talk about how you got out of debt or you're getting out of debt with not having a great credit score i'm just pissed that's what this comes down to i don't want this whole podcast to be about it but i couldn't believe that i don't know if people would be okay with submitting a credit check to get a job but i think this has gone too far and it's ruining the industry i love i love radio I absolutely, that's why I do this podcast and people like this dude hiring that's making kids submit or, or people who are laid off from iHeart or laid off in the industry or trying to get back in, submit a credit check. 
that's just assholery. What I want to talk about too is I'm traveling in a few weeks to actually do a radio something and I got to travel across the country and I'm deathly, pun intended, deathly afraid to travel because of what's going on in Wuhan with the coronavirus, which by the way, it shouldn't be called the coronavirus. That sounds like an STD you get out from, you get from a night out drinking cervezas. This should be called something way more scary. But I gotta travel, I gotta go to an airport. So for the first time I'm thinking of wearing this, I'll tell you what it is next. Heads up, this next part of the podcast, the audio quality is a little weird. I was in my automobile, wicked late at night, in a graveyard while I was finishing the podcast. That's the magic of podcasting. The first half, I'm in my office during the day. The second half, I'm sitting in the middle of a graveyard wicked late at night in my car. So, just a heads up. You should be able to understand everything fine. I just wanted to address the fact that it sounds a little bit different. That's all. So, enjoy and prepare for the woo pox. So, I am traveling in a few weeks, and if you watch the news at all lately, if you watch it every night, it can seem terrifying. If you watch it once in a while, you're uh, aware, but either way, there's what's known as an outbreak on the verge of a pandemic happening right now on Earth. Is this Earth's attempt to eradicate her biggest opponent, man? I don't know. But some real ish is going down. And I hate that they call it the coronavirus. It sounds tropical. Call it the Wu Pox. Yo, if you call that the Wu Pox, people are going to take it more seriously. This originated in Wuhan, and when you try to read about the origins of this, it's insane. What I've found out is they think they're narrowing it down to a Chinese cobra. I don't know what that means. My wife's a nurse, and she said, what What does that? How, how does a person get a disease or a, or a flu or a virus from a cobra? And I went, I don't know. They have some crazy markets in China. And that's what I read. It was coming out of a wet market. And the culprit, the suspect, is possibly a Chinese cobra. I learned in this article, too, that they had said, uh, oh, man, I forget the name of the animal. Oh, I can't believe it. Well, they talked about the last big, what was it, SARS? That that was some kind of like... I forget, it had some weird name like a Lulu or a Flop Dop. It was some weird animal, and I told her that. And she's like, I, what are people doing? I went, I don't know, man, but I, I, I wish people on YouTube would document whatever these markets are in China that are this off the hook that it's starting pandemics across the world. So it's coming out of Wuhan. Today I just watched a video of some some British dude who lives there and he had to go out and get groceries and he got done up like there was a blizzard outside i mean face mask goggles 
gloves. He brought a suitcase to get his stuff. He, you know, the weirdest part in his video, and it's trending on YouTube. So if you go to the top trending stuff, you, you can watch the video too. But he's walking down the street and there's this little white puppy, which is adorable. And it's like trying to jump up into this fountain to get a drink of water. And it's like scooting its little butt up. And he's like, oh, look at how cute that is. But we ain't going nowhere near it, man. That thing could be deadly. And I was like, what is happening in Wuhan? Oh, Wuhan, Wuhan. It got us all in check. So Wuhan is just off the chain right now. It's locked down. Nobody's allowed to drive in that city. He was showing cars driving by and said they better have a really good reason because there's a hefty money fine with a possibility of a license removal. They will take your license if you're driving in Wuhan right now. And I guess it's bigger than London, that city. So this isn't like some small town. This is a big, legit place. Um, the video is just scary. And me, I'm always, I mean, I'm one of those zombie apocalypse types. You know, not really, but kind of. <laughs> like, I got throwing axes at my house. You know, just in case. Um, <laughs> like, I say it jokingly, but then again, you know, if some ish goes down, I do have a stockpile of, of manual weapons, let's just call them. Uh, stuff that doesn't run out of ammo that I don't need to hit a Costco for <laughs> so i mean i say this in jest but also for survival so i'm one of those world war z believers that's such a good movie too i just watched it the other day but it's it starts like this don't they all start like this you know i just have a feeling one of these days you know the spanish flu with the bubonic play it's gonna happen folks it's gonna happen and they're already selling out of those face masks which is crazy but if you don't have, if you haven't taken a box of face masks from your local pediatrician, then shame on you. You know, they put the box out. They're saying it's free. Just go ahead and take it. You need one at home. I have one. I'm not saying where I got mine, but I'm just telling, I'm just advising you if you can't find them at the stores. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, you could tell I'm like, a, I'm like a broke ass prepper. That should be my YouTube channel, Broke-Ass Prepping and How to Do Some Broke-Ass Prepping. Like, if you can't afford bullets, axes are are the next best thing. That's Mother Nature's bullets, an axe. Wait, is that Mother Nature? You get what I'm saying. My God. Um. So anyways, how am I getting into all this? I'm calling it the Woopox from now on, by the way. C coronavirus is too dainty and delicate of a name for something that's killing people off i don't know if it's dropping them dead uh there are videos circulating that news channels or or online news channels are circulating showing people dropping to the ground like you know they're walking somewhere in a crowded area and just drop it to the ground looking like they died um and those have been not verified let's just say that i watched a bunch of them did some research on it and said those are not verified yet um so that could be something else that could be edited i don't know it's scary nonetheless especially just when you see the abandoned city that like the one youtuber who that's a verified video that was i think even used for some news station because it had news tags on the front and the back of it but uh you know this coronavirus title is just nobody can take it seriously and i think that's the biggest issue so i will be just calling it the woo pox straight out of wuhan the woo pox 
nobody wants woo pox. I'll tell you that much. That sounds nasty. That sounds like, you know, you're going to die if you get woo pox. So I bring all this up because what do you know? I don't travel in years, okay? I haven't gotten on a plane in years. I used to all the time. I used to fly to San Diego. I used to fly to Boston. I used to do stuff. Obviously, getting laid off, that's hindered it a lot. But I didn't have any reason to travel. Now I have some reason to travel, which I'll talk about in another podcast. I'm going back to San Diego. I'm doing something for my old radio station. So those of you who listen to San Diego, I will just say, get tickets to the show's 10-year anniversary. Get tickets to that. I would love to see you. If you listen to the podcast and you're you're still a fan of the show or you can get tickets to the show's 10-year anniversary, please get those tickets. I will hang out after or before. I want to meet you, shake your hand, thank you for listening to the podcast, all that. Um, but that's making forcing me to travel. So I am very, very scared to travel because now what they're saying, I just watched a, a Time Magazine YouTube video where this very professional looking doctor, I don't know his credentials, but he looked professional. He had the lab coat, he had the face mask on. He had the face mask on during his press conference. That was some scary-ish. I was like, yo, this dude is talking to a crowd and won't even take his face mask off. Holy F. Um, He's saying this could be three to 30, was it three or 30? Forgive me. Either way, three or 30, that's horrifying. Uh, Times worse. I think it was 30 because this was something where I was like, oh my God, I can't travel. Um, But he was saying it's going to be much, much worse because the incubation time is so long. So he essentially what he was saying is in like two weeks from now, we're really going to find out how bad it's spread across the globe. And two weeks from then, we're going to really see like, you know, the far reaches of the Wupox. And it was scary. I'm trying to kind of avoid stuff like this. But at the same time, like knowing I got to travel very soon, I can't avoid this. You know, there's even a new documentary on Netflix called Pandemic, which I want to watch, but I can't because it's going to scare me too bad. (laughs) I mean, I'm a guy who right now I'm sitting in a graveyard doing this podcast and it is 1226 at night. That's right. The podcast magic uh, I was doing earlier during the day. Now it's late at night and I like to go to graveyards at night by myself. Uh, This does not freak me out at all. Having to get on a plane with a bunch of filthy, dirty sneezy people that's terrifying to me with this woo pox outbreak so for the first time ever i will look like all those people in wuhan and i will be wearing a face mask i was earlier i was going to say like i might do this Uh, i even think i teased that what i might do for the first time um but after watching some of the stuff i watched and learning you know just an hour ago two hours ago that the incubation period is so long and that in four weeks we're gonna know real totals i'm absolutely i'm i might even wear effing gloves on the plane but i'm definitely wearing a face mask and i don't give a rip because i ain't getting the woo pox i i I do not want woo pox i just don't the coronavirus for those of you who haven't been paying attention (laughs) we're gonna relabel this folks i gotta get woo pox trending on twitter Um, so that's what I'm going to do. And it's going to look silly. I might be the only dude in Boston wearing a face mask, but I'm going to play it safe, man. Cause I don't know what this woo pox does to you, but I know that if they're making this big of a deal 
it can potentially kill you. And there's no worse way than going out by, like, the flu or something. I know people say, like, I wouldn't want to get eaten by a shark. I wouldn't want this. But think about the flu. The flu is awful. Just awful. When you really got it and you're just totally out of it. I hate being sick. That is something that is... I'm really getting a fear as a dad of being sick. Because your kids bring home all these different... I haven't been sick in, like, a decade. Then I have kids and they bring home these little sneezy friends and everyone's getting everybody sick and school is just a petri dish of disease and virus and bacterium all right i think i'm done ranting so go out get your face masks folks folks get ready for world war z watch all your zombie movies in preparation and uh, maybe i'll do a broke ass survival guide to the apocalypse podcast and go through some of the stuff that i've done in self-preparation and you can too this is very cost effective uh (laughs) um, what do they call it what what do they call the survival people the preppers very cost effective prepping i think i'll do a couple youtube channels uh shows and i'll do a couple podcasts on the interesting stuff that i do have that's very weird but if you came to my house and asked me like yo what is that i would i would be honest and go well that's in case you know this woo pox turns into a zombie outbreak i know how to fortify my effing house do you Oh, man. Uh, I really want to talk about the Atmosphere show I went to. Uh, that's going to have to wait till another podcast. And if you are a YouTuber or you, you watch stuff on YouTube, go subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm releasing a new video coming up uh, within the week. Within the week. It's tough sitting down and editing this, being a full-time dad. The kids hit my hand, and all of a sudden when you're editing on the phone, everything gets deleted, which has happened to me twice. So, um, I got video of the show, I got, this, the atmosphere is one of the greatest hip-hop acts ever, um, and I went to see him live for the first time, it was amazing, and I'm gonna put out a video, hopefully by this weekend, on my YouTube channel, at Boston Rob R-O-B-B, don't forget to hit subscribe on the podcast, and if you could please take one second, it only takes you one second, but it's really, it helps change my life because I want to become a podcaster. Obviously, I have some strong words for the radio industry. And some people, like those people that run credit checks for uh, people who want to work for them, those people probably wouldn't hire me. Whatever. I wouldn't want to work for you anyways, running my credit, going to work. Get get out of here. I still can't get over that. Um, But... The way I can be unfiltered, uncensored, and do what I love is this podcast and the way you can help, you can support. It just takes you one second. You scroll to the bottom of my podcast page. If you're listening to this podcast right now on the iTunes podcast app, you see the Boston Rob page that you're on. You're listening to this episode. Scroll all the way down to the bottom. You'll see five empty gold stars. Click all five of them. You can even... Write a review if you'd like. I'd love to hear feedback. I welcome it. Um, Good or bad, whatever it is, leave me a message. Just say what's up. I get messages from P1s in San Diego, from people here in Boston, old friends. I love it. I can't thank you enough, the ones that have already rated this. And if you haven't, it just takes, please, one second. I promise you, it really won't take long. You'd be like, wow, that was so easy. But it's life-changing for me because the more ratings I get... Uh, the better this podcast 
becomes visible to other people. Like iTunes algorithm will go, oh, this is getting some good ratings. Let's put it over here. Let's show more people it. Let's get this guy access to more listeners. So it just takes a split second. You just leave the five-star rating, click all five stars, and you're done. Thank you so much. Um, I haven't been able to say this often, but when I do go and travel, destiny is all, right? That's my motto of 2020 from Uhtred of Bebeberg. Uh, if you haven't watched The Last Kingdom on Netflix, catch up now. Because I think season three or four, I forget what the last, the newest season will be. is coming out this year. Um, so Last Kingdom, great Viking show. Great Viking show set in, what is it, medieval England? Yeah, we're pre-medieval. What's before the medieval ages? The Dark Ages? I don't know. The Viking Age. Alright, I'm all over the place. It's wicked late at night. I'm in a graveyard. <laughs> um, Alright, so leave a rating. Hit subscribe. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you want to see the job post I talked about earlier on in the podcast, it's on all my social media. My Twitter, my Instagram, just at BostonRob, R-O-B-B. Destiny is all. Much love. Spread love. Peace.